Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass Henry. I'm on a mission to help women live their best and happiest life. In order to do that, I believe we need to live with a lot less clutter in our homes and in our minds. So if this is you and you're looking to learn the best tips for transforming all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm so happy you're here. This week, I wanted to touch on minimalism, and I feel like this definitely isn't a one-and-done episode. There's so many episodes that I can do around this, so today will be just a general episode and my thoughts around minimalism. I was inspired to do this episode because I just recently worked with a client of mine who was a minimalist, and it was so refreshing and it just felt so good and it inspired me to want to go home and get rid of all my stuff. Now, did I do that? Not necessarily, but it tweaked something inside of me to want to have that sense of feeling in my home as well. And now the thing about minimalism is you have to also understand so many aspects. So some people, let's say they have nothing in their cupboards, like no uh, cookware, no um, overflow of food, things like that. Maybe those people don't have kids. Maybe those people don't cook. Maybe those people have meals delivered to them every night, and that's why they can achieve this type of minimalism. Maybe the people that have no <laughs> little to no clothes in their wardrobe is because perhaps they work from home and they don't ever have to be on you know, camera, or maybe they are homebodies so they don't go out very often or you know there's there's so many reasons why people can achieve a certain type of minimalism and why some people may not be able to achieve it to that extent and so I believe that when it comes to minimalism I think we should be focusing on a feeling versus quantity now if you are someone who does like to focus on quantity then this will be a great chance for you to go through each area of your home and now keep in mind this will take a little while but go through your home and give yourself some goals. Let's say it's you, your partner, and let's say you have two kids and currently you have 20 towels and that's not a crazy number because trust me, a lot of people have 20 towels. But let's say you want to limit um, one or two towels per person. Maybe one is for showers and one is for swimming or the beach. So um, four people times two you know, that's eight towels. So you're going from 20 to eight. That's just one example. Or maybe you'll limit three pairs of shoes per person versus having variety. There's so many ways to achieve minimalism. And of course, the first way to achieve it is to declutter your space and get rid of things that you don't use on a regular basis. Another way is to begin adopting a one-in, one-out policy. So Let's say you go to the store and the other day um, my boyfriend and I were going to Prince Edward County to Sandbanks and I really enjoy stopping in these old shops that sell um, antiques and things like that. I just love the nostalgia of it. I don't always buy things but it's just fun to like look around and uh, see what they have and they had a couple bracelets there that I really enjoyed and so I picked them up and you know assessed whether I really liked them or not and I chose not to get them but 
if I were to choose to get one, it would mean that I, I wasn't totally satisfied with everything that, that I had. And so if I did get one, then I could have gone home and got rid of one that I don't necessarily like to wear anymore. The thing with one in, one out, <laughs> that might not be the best policy. Uh, not policy. That might not be the best example. Okay, let me give you a better example. Uh, let's say you have a crock pot and you want a newer version of the crock pot because maybe it has more functions, it's bigger, and it's better for your family. The old crock pot isn't broken or damaged in any way, but you're choosing to get a new one instead. So in this case, you could get rid of the old one, even though it's still good, and even though you could use it, um, but you're choosing to get a new one. So in that case, if you are wanting to achieve a sense of minimalism in your life, then you could choose to get rid of the older one and just use the new one. Now, there's so many circumstances where people will hold on to things for reasons such as, well, maybe one day I'll host a dinner party and I'll need to cook a big, you know, bunch of chili. And by having both of these, it will allow me to do that. Or hmm, maybe one day this one will stop working and then I can use this one instead. Well, that's great and all, but if you are trying to achieve minimalism, then these kind of reasons for keeping items no longer are should be available to you. I think if you want to have less, then focus on just having exactly what you need and nothing more. And once you bring in something new, even let's say you get a new white t-shirt to get rid of the old white t-shirt that you were not as satisfied with. Another way to achieve minimalism is to simplify your wardrobe. So just keeping things that can be worn together, um, uh, maybe instead of having a bunch of different colored heels, if you have them, then maybe just have one neutral color, maybe like a black or a beige keeping things very simple. And again, this is if you choose to <laughs> achieve minimalism or not. Focusing on neutral cl colors and classic styles that can be mixed and matched easily is a really good way to go. When you are a minimalist, there's not a whole lot of room for um, variety. Now, that's unless you choose to have like a very, very small amount. You can have variety by mixing things up with like different pieces of um, jewelry or different colors, or maybe you have um, a few little accessories, or perhaps once you're bored with an item, you just get rid of it and then bring in a new one. And that's what I saw my client do. She had more newer items because she got, she got rid of and got bored of her older items. And, and I asked her, and, and of course, it's a very <laughs> simple question. I don't even know why I asked it really. It's making me laugh thinking about it. But I was like, so let me get this straight. When you're bored of something, you just get rid of it and just get a new one. She's like, yep. I'm like, amazing. And this is what I what I explain to clients all the time is when you get something new, it's probably be probably because you're no longer happy with what you already have and so get rid of the old stuff. But for some reason, including myself, yes, I'm human too and I'm not a minimalist, although I would certainly love to be. We we hold on to the things because, you know, maybe we will start liking it, but come on, let's be honest, we're not going to. So maybe we should start adopting this in some areas, maybe not to the extremes, but in, in many areas of our lives, perhaps we could all 100% benefit from being a bit more minimalistic. Um, one way to achieve minimalism is to also streamline things like your digital life and your media consumption. That can help you save your time. 
that can help you limit the mental clutter, the mental noise, um, the negative thoughts, maybe getting rid of even getting rid of your television or getting rid of your cell phone or no longer reading the newspaper, things like that. It's it's a way to feel better in your mind. Um, again, save on time in this way by having limited distractions like not having Netflix or Apple TV or your phone, you'll be more focused and more present and more um, able to do things that you actually want to do. Um, Another way to to achieve minimalism is to have like adopt better buying habits because if you aren't currently minimalist and you want to, then it's time to start paying more attention to the way that you shop. So let's say when you go to the grocery store, perhaps your kiddos or yourself, you always go down the toy the toy aisle or the home aesthetics aisle. I don't think that's what it's called, but the aisle that has all the pretty baskets and the home decor and the pretty dishes. I go down them too. It's all so pretty, but if this is what you're wanting to achieve, then you have to be focused in your shopping. So no more, you know, just checking out, just checking out Amazon randomly, just scrolling on by, seeing what they have on sale or looking at um, social media influencers. I mean, if you got rid of your social media, then this wouldn't be available to you. But I oftentimes will hear clients say, oh, I saw this, this influencer and I loved her outfit and I bought it and this is what it is. And so often those outfits get worn maybe once, maybe a handful of times, and maybe even never. So just start being aware of your spending habits, where you're buying things, how often, how much, and in what areas of your home are you seeming to collect things more often? And then ask yourself, why? Why do I keep buying things in this area? Um, What am I trying to achieve? What am I currently unhappy with about what I currently have? And what am I, what feeling am I trying to get by buying more and more and more? So I hope that helps. Um, Something that um, I really enjoyed about my weekend away recently with my partner was we did a lot of, um, exploring like on our bikes and going to museums and little shops uh we didn't really actually go to many shops <laughs> that's what i was going to get at um we went to like one thrift store with antiques but i don't think we went into any other shops maybe we went into like the gifts the gift shop section at a museum i'll just look around but i don't recall us buying anything and that felt really good because we spent most of our time going on our bikes down by the river and just you know having quality time and so if you want to achieve minimalism start prioritizing experiences and adventures over buying material possessions because you're not only just going to be creating more memories and accumulating memories and experiences but then you also when you go home from those adventures you're not having to create homes for all of these new things like trinkets and stuff I personally do not like um souvenirs because I find I find them uh I'm not really sure what word to put on it. I just don't like them because they they sit around. Um, I'd rather just look at photos of my trip or like if I take a video or something, maybe even like I take Polaroid pictures, which I don't really do, but I feel like that would be a fun way to capture the moment and having a physical thing if I wanted to keep it. Sometimes I'll collect um, 
brochures along the way. But once I get home, I like to part with them as well so that because I'm never going to look at them again, realistically. So if you can choose to, instead of on weekends going shopping, maybe you can choose to find a new mountain to climb or a new body of water to explore or a new um, bike path to travel on or choose a destination locally to go to a coffee shop or a museum. All of these things are so much fun or even better, hop on a plane and go somewhere warm. That's definitely something I would love to do right now. I would honestly give up pretty much most of my stuff if I could just travel full-time. I see a whole bunch of these families. They just are constantly traveling the world with their kids and homeschooling them. And that is that is a life that I, I wish I had for sure. Um, is that something that will be in my future? Maybe, probably not. But if that is you, then kudos to you. I'm following along on the journey and I think that's just the best one of the best ways to just live out your life is to just explore the planet and see all of the beautiful things that the earth has to offer to you. So many people will choose to have a minimalistic lifestyle for many reasons. Um when we were on vacation, it was so nice uh because we didn't have we didn't bring so much stuff like typically if we go on like a week vacation and I know we're going to beaches and stuff like that I overpack and so I am curious if going forward if I can achieve packing less because let's be honest we love to wear the same clothes or maybe you're not like me at all and you love variety every single day but when we go places like if we go camping or like this weekend for some reason we thought it was already summer so we packed like shorts and i packed dresses and bathing suits and there was no way we were wearing bathing suits it was freezing it was like eight degrees and it was like when once it was like midday it was like 12 degrees on the beach and it's like well we're definitely not wearing our bathing suits today and so packing all of these summer clothes just made no sense and we ended up wearing a lot of the same clothes anyways so I feel like it the people that travel often uh end up packing less because they know themselves and and know what they use and don't use I think for me when it comes to traveling like especially when we're going on a week vacation to a beach and things like that I like to have um I like to have variety. I like to have access to different things like floaties and um, paddle boards and kayaks and beach tents and (laughs) uh, beach wagons and, and, and all the things, right? So, and we end up using most of the things most of the time other than like all the all the clothes like I mentioned. But I'd be curious, like, do you overpack and by overpacking do you not end up using this stuff or perhaps like perhaps even if you do use this stuff do you even need to bring it just because you use it I don't know it's a it's a great debate um I just like to have stuff available to us and have options but who knows maybe we could live without those items so going back to reasons why someone might choose to embrace a minimalistic lifestyle Having less clutter feels amazing. I think we could all agree on that. I know I have some clients where they're like, you know what, I really don't mind having all of this stuff on my counters. And 
a part of me wants to challenge them on that and be like, you know, I wonder how it would feel if there was nothing on here. How would you feel? And I think some of us have been conditioned since maybe childhood or through trauma to be comfortable and comforted comforted by our stuff. And so maybe it might actually throw them off by having nothing on the counters. But when, um, whenever we clean our space and there's nothing on the counters, which doesn't happen that often, but when we do, wow, everything is like sparkly and it feels so fresh and so inviting. And it's just a really, really good feeling. And so that's definitely reason why someone would want to achieve a minimalistic lifestyle is having less clutter because that just feels so good. Not just, you know, not just the energy of it, but looking at it, like it looks so much better not having stuff like in the eyes, the eyes view, the visual view. I don't, I'm not all that sure. Now for me, and I'm not sure about you, but I'm an out of sight, out of mind kind of person. So if you shove all of my stuff in a drawer and like just to make something look tidy, I'm never going to know what's in there and I'm probably never going to use those items again. And so that, that doesn't really work for me. Um, I apologize if you can hear my dogs barking in the background. It's very difficult to achieve, um, total silence in the house. Maybe having less animals would help in this minimalistic lifestyle. No, I'm just kidding. We love our dogs. Um, but bringing it back to having less, uh, and if you're an out of sight, out of mind person, this doesn't always work. So having less can help because then you have less on the counters, of course. Um, and you don't have to have everything tucked away. Maybe instead of having like a whole Sephora (laughs) for makeup, you just have a couple of your staples. Like I've, significantly cut down my like what I have for my makeup because if I'm being totally honest I don't wear that much makeup and so it's enough just to fit on this one little plastic organizer that I have sitting on the table just outside the bathroom we don't have um, any counter space in an ideal world it would go into a drawer if we had more space but anyways I think I'm digressing here having less clutter just feels good and if you're an out of sight out of mind person bringing it back to that then you can find ways to make your space like the stuff on your counter look visually pleasing like if you have to have um the soap and lotion on the counter then you can buy these cute fancy um looking like these modern more simple looking things off amazon i just did that for my minimalist client and it felt so good so you can you can find ways to make things on your counters look good maybe removing things from their original package and just giving it that feel um having less stuff will allow you to be more focused because it will reduce the distractions and it will simplify your surroundings, which will make it so much easier. It will allow you to find your things easier. It will, um, you know, uh, when I am going to set out to work, if my desk is cluttered and full of stuff, I have to tackle that stuff before I can even <laughs> lift a pencil. Now, I'm not sure, um, if it makes a big difference, but I feel like it does because if I'm just sitting there trying to work and my space has stuff on it, that I'm shifting things around. Um, it's taking away my attention, especially that I have ADHD. I'm, I get easily distracted. So 
if you have less stuff, it will definitely increase your focus uh, because this stuff isn't taking your focus away from what you're doing. And it's going to give you a lot of time too, because you're not always shifting stuff around. When we got back from our trip, there was stuff everywhere and I was feeling very overwhelmed and I just wanted to bag it all up and bring it to my friend and just say, here, just have everything, please. I don't want this stuff anymore. And then as I started going through my drawers, I'm like, okay, Cass, just, just relax. And when you have settled down and calmed down, then declutter because you don't really want to declutter through like a rage or, or through a space of already feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes that can help, but sometimes you'll end up getting rid of things that you actually don't want to get rid of. Um, having someone there to help you declutter with you without you having to touch the physical items is a great way to go because the moment you touch the item you will have a connection to that thing so i don't know the study and i don't know the specifics around it but i have heard somewhere in a podcast that um when when like a sales tactic is to get people to hold the item that you're wanting them to buy because they're a lot more likely and i forget the percentage gosh darn it cassandra (laughs) like great story but anyways people are a lot more likely to buy the item once they have it in their hand because they have this sense of ownership and and they're a lot more likely to buy it and be like no like like this is mine already. I I have it in my hand. So if you if you ever go to a store or, or if you've seen a movie that someone like maybe picks up a pair of shoes and then they put it down and someone else goes and picks up that pair of shoes and then you see the woman like diving to grab the shoes. It's like, no, these are mine. It's because she's already grabbed them. She already felt a sense that they were already hers, even though she didn't pay for them or anything. But that's exactly um, how it can work too against you and for you if you're working with someone like myself in your home when decluttering. So what I do for my clients is oftentimes I will pick up the item and show it to them and be like, yes or no, do you want this? Yes or no. And it's so much easier for them to make decisions that way than if they were to sift through the items themselves and they get rid of so much more because they're looking at it from a a logical or practical point of view versus from um, an emotional point of view. And, And I was telling my partner the other day, I was like, I feel like I could get rid of way more stuff if someone was there touching the items for me versus me because the moment I touch them, I'm like, no, want to keep it. I got to keep it, my stuff. (laughs) So um, maybe I'll be hiring a professional organizer sometime in the future because I too hold on to things that I don't necessarily need. And after working with my client who is the minimalist, uh, it's inspired me to get rid of even more and just be a lot more ruthless. And then there's two parts to that. Um, getting rid of stuff is really important, but then not bringing more stuff into the house to make up for the stuff that you got rid of is really important, especially if you're wanting to achieve a minimalistic lifestyle. So when you have stuff, when you have less stuff, when you own less stuff, it can lead to a sense of freedom because you have less stuff surrounding you. You have less financial burdens, less stuff managing, I'm sorry, less time managing your stuff. Um, Maybe it's like cleaning it or tidying it up, um, things like that. That feels really good and that can feel free. So it will give you a chance to travel more and experience and go out and do more stuff versus tidying up all of the stuff around you. If I say stuff one more time, I think you might turn off this podcast. Um, 
having less items will also make you feel better in your mind, like your emotional well-being, because it's satisfying um, to have less surrounding you. I know uh, when we when we um, currently were, were living with my parents um, during this transition time and when my son moved into this spare bedroom, there was nothing like on the grounds, uh, nothing on his dresser, nothing on the walls. And it just felt so crisp and so fresh. And slowly he's started putting posters on the walls and, and collecting his little favorite trinkets. But before that, it felt so good. Now, I don't want to tell him, you know, you can't personalize your space. You can't, you know, do all those things. But what we're realizing is, um, through having stuff in storage and, and not having a lot of space to store our items, we're, re- we're realizing that we use a lot less than that what we actually have. And so if you're trying to achieve a sense of minimalism, maybe even try packing up your stuff, putting it in boxes, it, labeling it, and then storing it away for um, one to three months and see what you don't use. And then when you are ready to either reintroduce the stuff back into your space or assess your stuff, um, really ask yourself, okay, like what didn't I use? Why didn't I use it? Why did I feel like I needed to hold on to it in the past? What would happen if I did get rid of it? How would I feel? Things like that. Because as we're, um, as we're moving forward and, um, and moving into the next chapter, uh, not being with my parents, um, it gives us a really great opportunity to assess the things that we have have kept in boxes and really asking ourselves, okay, why didn't we use those things while we were living there? Would we still want them or can we let them go? And it's more so me than my partner. He's actually really good at having less stuff. Um, he's definitely a minimalist, minimalist at heart. Now we both can, we both have 80, I, we definitely have like a sense of I have ADHD. I don't know if he has the age in his ADD, but um, we can definitely uh, torpedo through our space pretty quickly. But having less stuff, it makes it so much faster to clean up. And that's something that I love about having less stuff is it doesn't take days and days to tidy up a mess. It takes 30 minutes to maybe an hour to get our, our space to status quo. So having a minimalistic lifestyle, it's not always about the number of items that you have. It's it's about so many other things. And so um, when you have less, you can focus on so much more and you can save money too, obviously, like if you're spending less money on things, then I don't know, you can save more or you can just use that money that you would have spent, let's say on that purse, you can go out and enjoy a day at a spa or go to a museum or hop on a plane. Just invite me if you're gonna go if it's somewhere warm. (laughs) So uh, I would love to have another conversation with you about minimalism another day because there's so much to talk about there's so many like different types of minimalism and I would love to hear your feedback on whether or not you are minimalist whether you feel like you are one at heart whether you practice it in some areas or all areas of your life and what that looks like for you and what that has given you um my sister is actually uh, selling her home and they're moving into a trailer to achieve a 
sense of minimalism. And I think that's amazing. That's so exciting. They want to just live more and have less stuff. And kudos to them. That's so exciting. And so I feel like as I'm watching other people around me achieve this sense of having less stuff, it's sparking something in me to just be like, okay, let me just get rid of all of this stuff and just have less because I do love being outside. I love exploring. I love all of those things. And so I think this is a great, um, great entry to achieving some sort of minimalism, especially now that like the warm weather has, has started coming here to Canada. It doesn't last long. So I want to enjoy every bit of it. And by having less stuff, I'll be able to enjoy it a lot more because I won't be spending all of the time shifting things, tidying things, cleaning things, all of that. So I hope that you found um, value in this episode. Again, I would love to hear your thoughts on minimalism if you are achieving it or if you are minimalist at heart, but you haven't achieved it yet. Just remember that I can help you declutter and organize your home. That's what I I do every single day with my clients, as well as I have my online um, group coaching program called Clutter to Calm. So if you're interested in either of those things, please send me a message. I want to thank you so much again for tuning in to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. And if you like today's episode, please rate it, review, um, leave a written review if you can, subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes, and send it to a friend who you think could benefit from it. Until next week, my friend, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude and good luck on your minimalist or not journey. I'll see you next week. Bye.